All right, competitor, we're kicking off a brand new week and I'm gonna tell you the most important place leadership starts is right here. My name's Jake Thompson, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and this is the Compete Every Day Podcast, a show designed to help driven people build a winning mindset so they can build their winning life. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Compete Every Day Podcast. My name is Jake Thompson, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and I'm incredibly excited you're here to start this brand new week talking about leadership. That's right, we kick off every single week talking about how we increase our influence at work, how we maximize our impact at home, and how we continue to build a legacy that lives well beyond just our days here on earth. Before I dive into today's show and tell you about one of the greatest of all time and how his lesson on leadership is something we have to remember every single day, I want to encourage you to join the Morning Motivation Club. That's right. We've got a morning text club where you can start each and every day with an encouraging or motivating text to start the day with a renewed focus, to come out of bed, come out of the gym, enter the office with the intention to compete, to win, to become better than you were the day before. All you got to do to join is text the word podcast to 972-945-9113. That's keyword podcast to 972-945-9113. Message and data rates apply, but it's a free membership for individuals to join the club. And if you want to get that daily motivation, and if you need help each and every morning having a renewed mindset, a renewed focus, then you can join the premium membership for just $2.50 a month. So get started today with the free membership. Text the word podcast to 972-945-9113. Join the Morning Motivation Club. And guess what? You're going to hear directly from me. So if you have a question, just feel free to text back. I can't wait to get connected. Now flashback with me to June of 1990. You and I are walking on to the Chicago Bulls charter bus. There in the back, we see the Michael Jordan. However, at this point, it's not the Michael Jordan we know of today as the greatest player of all time. In fact, at this point, Jordan is arguably the best player in basketball But as a lot of sports writers talked about in the days, reporters, you know, he just wasn't in the same league as Magic Johnson, of Larry Bird, of those guys who can, you know, carry their teams to championships. Because at this point, Jordan hasn't won a championship. In fact, at this exact moment, Jordan's Chicago Bulls have been knocked out of the playoffs for the third year in a row by the Detroit Bad Boy Pistons. And Jordan's sitting toward the back of the bus, gripping the chair in front of him. He has tears running down his eyes. He's angry, shaking at how angry he is in this moment, upset that they had lost once again, not only to the rival Pistons, but that he had fallen short of the championship. And in an interview with Tony Robbins years later, Jordan said that he was getting ready to stand up, to point the finger at all his teammates, to scream, to cuss, to yell. It was their fault. They weren't good enough. He did everything he could to win. Why can't they be better? And before he spoke a word, as he stood up, he realized yelling at his teammates wasn't going to change their situation. Pointing the finger, blaming them wasn't going to make them a better team, and it wasn't suddenly going to put them back in the playoffs. In order to change his situation, he had to continue changing himself. 
you know anything about Jordan's story, if you saw the ESPN documentary, The Last Dance, that next offseason was the very first offseason Jordan truly committed to weight training. He hired Tim Grover, name you're probably familiar with with the book Relentless or Winning. Grover made his start training Jordan, putting on size, strength, muscle, so that Jordan could outlast and outmuscle the more physical bad boy Pistons. That same offseason, instead of going home and spending time with their trainers or their families, the Chicago Bulls stayed together and trained the entire offseason, working out, learning the triangle offense, and continuing to improve their game. It's no surprise that following season that even though his points per game dropped just a little bit, Jordan became a more dominant player on both ends of the court. In fact, that next season, the Chicago Bulls not only got through the Pistons, but they went on to win the NBA championship, the first of the next six out of eight that they would win. See, the most important part in this story is what Jordan did in that moment on the bus in June of 1990. He had played an incredible season. He had done everything scoring points. He led the league in scoring. And he was getting ready to blame his teammates for not being good enough. But before he did, he decided to look in the mirror and ask himself, where can I get better? In order for me to want more out of them, I've got to give more out of me. I can't expect them to continue to raise their game if I'm not doing the same. He hired Grover. He stayed in the offseason. He raised his game and his teammates followed his lead. The reason this is so important is because today, more than ever, leadership is about first leading the person you see in the mirror. It's about continually being somebody who's raising your game every single day, not just physically, but mentally. How are you increasing your impact and your influence? I know part of the work you're doing is listening to this podcast episode, but are you just listening or are you putting it into practice? Are you gaining knowledge that's never used? Or are you applying it as wisdom that's application? In order for us to effectively lead others, we must first lead that person we see in the mirror. Before we expect more out of others, we have to expect more out of ourselves. we got to raise our own game and then focus on how do we get our teammates to raise theirs. Leadership always starts in the mirror. And in order for us to be the most impactful, to build the best legacy that's left behind after we're gone, we have to first learn to lead ourselves. We've got to focus on our self-discipline. We've got to have a mindset stronger than our feelings. We've got to be consistent every single day, no matter how we feel, to deliver our best. And then on the days we fall short, because inevitably we're always going to fall short in some areas, we have to take note, learn from it, and find a way to get better the next time. We can't expect our team, our people, our family, our friends to raise their game unless we do so first. So today, competitor, what's the one area you're going to focus on getting better? If you want to be a better leader, what's the one thing you're going to do to become a better person first? Set the example. Model the behavior. Show them what it looks like to compete every day. And then find a way to encourage and elevate their game as well. I'm cheering for you, competitor. Go win your day. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. To get in touch with the team, drop us an email to podcast at competeeveryday.com. And to find out more about our resources, content, and gear that will help you build that winning mindset so you better compete for your best life, visit competeeveryday.com.